Oh man, do I have a special guest for you later on in this show. I'm freestyling today. No real lineup. Just talking about the last couple of weeks. It's been pretty pretty eventful. Let's go! Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go, go. Every single day I'll be making moves Till I'm buried in my grave uh, To the system I don't wanna be a slave I've been doing shit my way uh, Or the highway And in the driveway Is a nice range Cause I grind through the climb I invite pain You'll never hear me bitch Nah, I don't complain Just gotta flip the switch And you can go and obtain Anything you want Anything you need Your mind's got the key ingredient It's belief uh, Good to be back with you guys, man been doing a lot of shit over the last couple weeks. <clears throat> it's kind of like a little bug going through the house. It's really nothing crazy. It's just like coughing. And I mean, I feel fine, you know. Isn't that crazy when you have when you, everyone's sick and like? There's a lot of times when all the kids will be sick, and I'll be the only one that's like not sick. And it's like, eh, you know, I mean, what am I supposed to do? You know. Just give them medicines, I guess. I might have a special guest later in the podcast, so stay tuned for that. Uh, she's a firecracker for sure. But man, yeah, I've been uh, been getting after it, been real busy. A shout out to, I'll tell you what, man. I don't know what's going on. But the guys that work underneath me, like work for me, I don't like like using, you know, like work for me. I guess work with me. I just happen to be the boss, right? Or the leader of the team. That's what I happen to be, the leader of the team. <clears throat> I, uh, they have been absolutely killing it. Lately, there's a couple guys that just stay killing it. <clears throat> all these guys, man, they they all stay killing it. But now they're like getting recognized for it, which I just fucking love, dude. You know, when you're in a position where you can, you know, truly kind of make your mark on somebody, or I feel that for one particular guy that works for me, that like I feel like I'm kind of rubbing off on him in a way, and. uh this guy's come like a full 360, just totally like changed his attitude, his outlook, and is just absolutely destroying the game right now and just killing it at his job, what he does. He does a great job and at instructing and teaching and <clears throat> excuse me. And mentoring like the the kids that he teaches. You know, and when he first came on board on our team, I was just leaving actually in um twenty twenty two, early twenty twenty two. And I and he was he was he was kinda like he reminded me 
of myself. He was just this cocky some bitch, you know, just coming in like, yeah, I'm the fucking dude. Like, this dude hasn't done a fucking thing, right? But automatically, like, carries this, you know, mantra about him that he's a fucking guy, you know, <clears throat> which I can appreciate. I kind of like it in a way, but then I kind of hate it as well. Maybe because it does remind me of myself. And and then we deploy together. You know, I moved section, so I don't got to fucking deal with this guy. And I'm like, thank God. And then I move, and then I deploy, and then we deploy together. And he works for me down range, and I'm like, fuck, dude. <clears throat> but he really grew when we were down there, um, when we were over there in Kuwait, just personally, just, you know, as an individual grew. And he kind of learned a lot of things as, a, as, as far as the job goes, too. Um, and I, can't, I think that's kind of where he cut his teeth, right? Like kind of where he really made a big leap forward of progression. And uh, anyway, we come back <clears throat> from Kuwait, and we come back from Kuwait, and he works for me again. Now we're, I mean, he works for me now. And it's just a God that I had to um, just trust, right? So he's kind of coming into his own, and he's now he's really good at what he does. And now I'm trying to get him outside of, you know, broaden his horizons. So everyone else can see how good he is. So we do that a little bit this last quarter of the, you know, last quarter of the calendar year. And he wins NCO of the quarter. And I'm like, let's fucking go. And I don't know if he's ever won anything before. I don't, maybe, maybe an Airman Award or something. But I don't know. But he killed it, man. And it's just good to see people get recognized for, you know, the good shit that they do. So many times we we grind and grind and grind and grind and grind and then, you know, it's it's good every now and then. And we don't work for this. It's not why we do it, right, to get pats on the back and, hey, good jobs. But you'd be done to, to say that, you know, it's not nice every once in a while. So he gets that. He's been working his ass off. I took over the superintendent position, so now I'm not just only over his section, but now I'm over a couple of others as well. And we picked him to be in charge of the section. <laughs> and the first day, man, he... Uh, we had a bunch of shit, like last week on the 11th, I think. We had a, so much shit going on that week and that day in particular on that Monday. And he's like, holy shit, boss. What am I going to do here? What am I going to do here? What am I going to do here? I'm like, fucking relax, guy. Make a decision and go with it, right? Just tell him, make a decision and go with it. Whatever you make, I'll fucking back you 100%. I trust that you're going to make the right decision. 
And he does. You know, I kind of helped him along the way. Like, what should we do here? And why should we do it this way instead of that way? And blah, blah, blah. But, you know, then we have this big, excellent competition match. And people from all over the base are coming to shoot. And the wing commander is coming through. My other guy, the other guy that works in that section too, absolutely killed it, putting that whole thing on. So I'm just super proud of those guys, man. And I'm super proud of the other two dudes that are in the uh, deployment section and the the money part of uh, our job, right? So I'm over I'm oversight of basically all the deployment stuff, all the money stuff. And then all the weapons training stuff, and like the armory and weapons and ammo and all that shit, right? So it's all encompassing. I used to just be weapons and ammo. Now I'm over that, and then deployments and and uh, money. So got this guy who's tech art now. We've kind of grown, grown up together, and he got kind of. Shafted on last year's rack and stack, but you just when that happens and it's happened to me, it's happened to me when you know it just doesn't the the cards don't fall your way, right? You can do two things. You can go down and pout and bitch and moan about why it didn't go your way, or you can be pissed about it and use that as motivation to to keep it moving and stay disciplined in what you do and and keep grinding for next year. And that's exactly what he did, right? So he gets NCO of the year. NCO of the year. That's big time, dude. And my other guy, he's in charge of vehicles. He's uh, He helps out with the deployment stuff and the money stuff and He's kind of a jack of all trades. He helps out with the weapons, instruction, and all that stuff. He gets Airman of the Year. And when they say that it's so much more meaningful to an individual when their subordinates get recognized than it is when they get recognized, like it's so true. It's so true, like, I'm beyond ecstatic for what's transpired over the last couple weeks. I'm so happy that they get recognized for what they do. You know, in, in the section that I work in, we constantly are killing it, and we constantly try to promote that, hey, look at the good shit that we're doing. Because I'm all about getting people recognized for what they do. I love it. And we compete with other people in our unit. So we're, we're putting up NCO package of quarters. We're putting up airman packages of the quarter. We're putting up team packages of the quarter. All this. And, and then we... We go up against everybody else, all the other sections inside of our unit. 
And then we win. We just continue to win over and over and over and over again. And it comes to a point almost where you're like, they're not going to pick us, you know, because we send them out to grade. Certain people grade them, you know. And it comes to a point where you think to yourself, well, they're not going to pick us because we continue to win. But I work really hard into putting something on the paper that you cannot dispute. Like this package of, you know, 15 things that this guy's done over the year is better than everybody else's, and you can't tell me it's not. That's what we need to get to. It's the same thing for the quarters. Like this, these four, five, six, six things that this individual has done over the last three months is better than everyone else's. And you can't tell me that it's not. It's undisputable. Regardless if you like the guy, regardless if, you know, he won last quarter, like none of that fucking matters. Because you cannot dispute the things that are on the paper. I mean, you can dispute them. But when it comes to uh, the validity of them, you know, they're, now they're undisputable. When they're known facts of what, have, what has happened. When the impacts are so great, that you're impacting Air Force-wide shit. Not just 17 SFS, not just Goodfellow Air Force Base, but you're impacting DOD, Air Force-wide stuff. It's undisputable. Not everyone can compete. And people say, well, you need to... Last year I got told to calm down, you know, pump the brakes, let other people eat. I get that to an extent. I understand that. However, in my fucking sick mind, right, am I doing everyone a disservice if I let off the brake or if I let off the gas? Why don't people try to catch up with me or catch up with my guys so they know truly that they are the best one for that quarter or that year or whatever it is? Like that, then it's like, okay, you win. Like I'm gonna keep, and I told the chief this a couple of months ago. I'm gonna keep my pedal, all gas, no brakes, until someone beats me, and then I'm gonna recoup, recover, reload, and get back after it. And then you're gonna have to try to beat me again. You're going to have to try to beat my guys again. And I will leave no doubt of who the best people in the unit are. Who the best workers and the people that make the biggest impacts are. It was one of the things I had to, when I first got to Goodfellow, I had to relay to my guys. Like, they're like, ah, we don't want awards. You don't want awards. We don't, they don't, we don't care about that stuff. Again, I get that. I went 12 years in the Air Force not giving a fuck about any of that. And thinking that my hard work would do, would, would pan out for me, right? Everyone would see how, I, how hard I worked, and that would be enough. 
Well, it's not enough. It's not enough. Unfortunately, it's not. You got to be competitive in awards. You have to do this. You have to you have to step outside your normal day-to-day job and go do other things to be recognized and to be considered for promotions and things like that. And at the end of the day, like we all want more money. A lot of people are working at the next rank. What I mean by that is if you're a you know, if you're a staff sergeant, you're working at the tech sergeant level already. So why not be paid for that? The thing about it is, is now you have to do the steps and check the boxes to get paid for that. You have to do the wing events. You have to be part of those things. You have to step outside your comfort zone of your you know your normal 7.30 to 4.30 day. You have to win quarterly awards. Your people have to win quarterly awards. All that stuff. Like, that has to happen. And now I'm at a point where <clears throat> I, don't, I give two fucks about the awards, right? I don't care. But I'm so far in it now <laughs> that I just do it because I know that my group of guys is so good. They're so good at what they do. And I never want anyone else to win. Like, that's fucked up, I think. Like, I I want our section to win everything all the time. And you you may say, well, Drew, you got to, you know, share the wealth. But like I said before, like, no, those, I don't have to share shit. Like, those people have to catch up. Fucking catch me. Beat me. And then you can have what you what you obviously deserve. Because if me and my team are constantly on the top, constantly winning, always winning, then you know that you fucking did what you're supposed to do. And now, and I'm not just better for it. Our team's not better for it. But now this section, this individual is better for it. And they're not even in our section. But guess what? We all work together. So, yeah, there's a friendly battle battle in between or inside the unit, right? But ultimately, like, I want everyone to win, but I want everyone to do great things. I don't want to just give it to them. Therefore, I'm going to continue to push my guys. I'm going to continue to push myself to make sure that we're always going to be in the conversation. There will never be a time where we're not in the conversation. And if someone else beats us, so be it. But like I said, we're going to go back to the drawing board and we're going to be in the conversation next quarter. We're going to be in the conversation next year. And you'll never be able to say that we're not pushing to the max. I know I just went on a tangent there, but fuck, dude. Shit gets me fired up. I just love seeing my guys win. I just love... When I get to tell them, hey, man, all the shit that you did, all the extra hours you worked, all the people that gave you shit for doing your job and all the hoops you had to jump through to get this done, 
Like, this is what, you got this. You earned this shit. This was not given to you. You earned it. I just love it. And all that, all those things, those awards and all that shit that goes to a a bigger purpose. Because now when you get up and we're racking, stacking the best tech sergeants in the unit, the top two tech sergeants are going to get the most points for promotion to the next grade. So now when I have to separate five people because five tech sergeants have been killing it all year, now, what do we use to separate those? There's a couple factors, right? There's sustained superior performance throughout the last three years. But there's also things like, are your, is your team winning awards? Are you winning awards? Or is it just your team? Are you taking care of yourself too? Is it just you or is it, and your team's not winning? Is it just you? Is it both? Because both is a big separator. Both is big time. You're winning, your team's winning. Shit. <clears throat> Fucking unstoppable. And that's how I run my shit. You know what's crazy is that I figured out a way that works for me. Every supervisor and superintendent's different, right? And this kind of goes for all workplaces, I would, I would imagine. But every supervisor and superintendent's different. Manager, different, you know. But what works for me is always looking forward to, okay, what can we win next? And what do we have to do to get there? What are the biggest impacts? Let's do what we, <clears throat> excuse me, let's do the work we have to do to make the biggest impact which is going to help everyone. But just by doing that work, right? And doing those things and buying those things and making sure that everyone has what they need and and not just checking boxes, right? Not just, okay, well, they say, no. Like, let's give them the best shit. Let's give them the shit that costs a little bit more money. And then when all that's said and done, we've made the biggest impact, impacts on the things that we've done. Now it's easy for me to write you a, an award package because you've made the biggest impacts. And that's what I'm saying. Like, no one else can fucking compete. And that's why we continue to just beat everyone's fucking dick into the dirt because we're so fucking good. And we care so much. And that's the crazy thing, dude. We care about everybody else. Like, we are a support element. My section is a support element for everyone in our unit. We buy everything for our unit. We support them when they deploy. We train them on weapons so they can go and do their job. My section is all support of operational, of the operational section in our unit. And that's a, that's a, 
crazy part is we want everyone else to be great, but in the meantime, we're doing great things. So we always get recognized for it. And I will always, always, always recognize those people. Or do my fucking damnedest to do it. And it's really sad when people don't. It's really a disappointment when you feel like you're the only one fighting for people, you know? Because there's so many people in our unit that do great things throughout the year and that deserve recognition and deserve to get that number one, be called the number one tech star and be called the the number two tech star, right? There's so many people that deserve that shit. And when they don't even get fought for, and like, I don't know, it's just... It's a disservice, man. It's That's when people are looking out for themselves more than they're looking out for other people. And I've learned over the, probably the last, I don't know, six years of my career that the more you look out for people and take care of the people that work for you and take care of the people that are just around you, the better off you becoming the better off you become. It's wild. Once you stop like taking care of yourself only and you start taking care of everyone else and and start taking care of the people that work for you and work around you, that all takes care of you. It just happens to work out like that. I don't know. So, yeah, there was a lot of that type of conversation happening over the last couple weeks. And I can't go into it really all, all of it. But, you know, we had we had a lot of meetings over the last couple weeks of determining some people's fate, I guess, for the next promotion to a senior NCO, and <clears throat> there was just a lot of things that rubbed me the wrong way. And this was my first time being a part of that stuff, you know, because I was going up for that last year. So, but being the first time being a part of it, and from what I understand, it's a lot better now than what it was, but it's still, there's still so much work to do. Like, there's still so much to fix and it's really just mindset of other people like they just need to learn that it's not all about them and once you stop thinking about promotion and once you stop thinking about awards like that's when they that's when they come we do great things and I just happened to capture it. My guys just happened. We just have. I just happened to capture all the things that my guys do, right? And then we push it up, and we we're just better than everyone else. 
that's not war chasing. That's just me getting, that's just us getting recognition for what we're doing. If no one else can beat us, like, fuck them. To me, that's supposed to make everyone better. To me, I want people to get pissed off that my section keeps winning all this shit. I want people to be mad about it. Because maybe they'll fucking do something. Maybe they'll step out of their step out of their little zone and you know go do some shit that really fucking matters. I took my kids to uh, this is kind of off topic, but last two weeks I took my kids to one to take. Uh, we did like this homeless uh, soup kitchen deal. So we were making lunch, and I guess like these homeless people and people that need food or whatever come to the church where we made all this food, and then they pick up like to-go boxes and they'll go and go wherever. And they don't. There was a couple of them that were like sitting. There was tables set up, and you could go and sit in the church and stuff and eat if you, if you wanted to. But a lot of people just came, picked it up, and left. Which whatever, you know. But I took my two oldest girls with me. And I'm trying to really, Mallory and I both are trying to really show our kids that they have it a lot better than what, you know, teenagers think that they do. You know, teenagers think that everything's the end of the fucking world. And listen, in their world, it is. And I get that, and I appreciate that, and I try to remind myself of that all the time. But there's times I think you got to show them like how good you actually have it. And so I think I feel like that was one of the times where I uh, tried to show them that. And so we go, and we, we you know we're part of this deal, and we made all of the there did a uh, spaghetti lunch or something like that. And so we made all this uh, garlic bread. Fuck ton of garlic bread. God, it was so much. And packed up all these uh, to-go boxes for all these homeless people. So that was cool. I got to do that with my two older girls. That was fun. It was a good time. And then on... This past Saturday, we went and did this thing called Operation Blue Santa, where kids come, you know, kids that come from struggling households, things like that. They got to sign up through the city, I think, and all this, but it was uh, San Angelo PD and us. In Tom Green County, and I think some state troopers that were in the area stopped in. But they got to go shopping with it. It was basically shop with the cop, right? But they had a $300 limit. That was wild. It was so much. Some of these kids, one kid bought a microwave, which I think tells you, like, okay, this kid gets it. It's sad, but it's like, 
you know, that's what he, I feel like that's what he needed for his family. And I don't know if that was what, oh, excuse me. I don't know if that's what he got it for or not, but I would imagine, right? It just shows you how, like, kids think of that stuff. Like, a lot of times kids get are, are so in love and entrenched with the fact that they're getting somebody else something, you know? More than them getting anything. Yeah, that was, I took Audrey to that. She got to go with me and, and see all that stuff and be around the guys, and it was good. It was real good. <clears throat> now, these are the times, like, this is the time of year where people, they go and do things for other people. You know, the spirit of giving, if you will. My issue with that is that why can't we do that all year? Why is it just Thanksgiving and Christmas time and New Year's time where we go out of our way to give a little bit more? find that interesting. It's because humans as a whole are so selfish, right? Like, we're just selfish creatures, and especially these days, like, we just keep to ourselves, you know? But man, there's not like a, there's not time that goes by when we don't drive past one of the peddlers on the corner of the, you know, standing next to the red light, trying to get a couple extra bucks. That my kids are not like, hey, let's give them some extra money. Or let's give them some money. Every time. If everybody had the the kids' mindset of giving, this would be a pretty cool place to be. It still is, for the most part. But, I mean, there's some fucking wild shit going on out there. So, I know it just kind of took a left turn. But man, the point of this, though, <clears throat> I know I haven't been on here in a while, and just uh, just a lot of shit. You know, I was fucking busy, you know, trying to take care of my guys, trying to advocate for them, and we'll find out tomorrow, I think, if if we did a good job or not, but I think the right two guys will prevail. Tomorrow's when we find out, like, who got ranked. Number one and number two, as Tech Sergeant's going up for master. You know, it's a big deal. I mean, it's our commander even said, he's like, it's probably the top five decision I'll ever make. So he knows there's... It's heavyweight, and um, which man, I'll tell you what. Talk about my command, <coughs> my commander, and my chief. Like I've never, I've had some good commanders before, 
I've had some decent Chiefs before, so some good ones. My deployed Chief was real good. I liked him. He was really knowledgeable, and I feel like I feel like overall he took care of the took care of the troops. But this chief and this commander are by far the best I've ever had. And it's, uh, you know, my chief's really trying hard to change the culture of our unit, which I'm all about. Like, I love that shit. I eat that, I eat that shit up. Because I try to ch- change the culture inside my little section, right? He's trying to change it for the entire unit. And I'm in that tier now with him where I can have a little bit of influence and a little bit of say in the direction of our unit, which I enjoy. Right? I love it. So, But I told you guys I had a special guest. I'm going to get off of that topic. To wrap that up, just take care of your fucking people. That's all you got to do. It's not hard. They take care of you, and in turn, or I'm sorry, you take care of them. In turn, they will take care of you. It's just how it works. By accident, really. So, all right, I'm going to get off that. I got a special guest. I have a special guest, and her name is Ayla. How old are you, Ayla? Five. You're five? Are you ready for Christmas? Yes. Is Santa going to come? Yeah. Do you have elves on the shelf? Yes, of course. <laughs> what, what are their names? Minnie and Mickey. What do they do? They they move around the place, and one time they had played hide and seek and all, and I was looking for them, and then uh, one was in a dryer, one was in a snowman. They were hiding in a snowman, and in the dryer. No, they're hiding in the bathroom. Oh, in the bathroom. Yeah, Minnie was Mickey was hiding in the bathroom, and Minnie was hiding in the drawer. Okay. Do they come every night? Mm, kind of. What do you mean, kind of? Well, one time they didn't come, but I fixed it and they came. Why didn't they come? What? Why didn't Minnie and Mickey come? Because I lied, but I fixed it and they came. Because <laughs> you lied? Yeah. Uh-oh. You shouldn't lie to mom and dad, right? What'd you lie about? Uh, candy. <laughs> Eating candy? You told you told Daddy that you didn't eat any candy, and then you did eat candy, right? So we don't do that, do we? What do you... Did you give Santa your Christmas list? Mm, yeah, but I lost it. I don't know where it is. Didn't we mail it to him? Remember? Didn't we, remember when we put it in the... Oh, that was a picture? Yeah, that was a picture of Tula. That was what? That was a picture of Tula. Oh, a picture of Tula. So, what do you want for Christmas? What's your number one gift? A baby doll and some some Barbie boys. 
Because I don't have that much Barbie boys. Like Ken dolls? Yeah. So they can be friends with your Barbies? Yeah. Interesting. Do you have a boyfriend at school? No. <laughs> you don't? No. What about Jackson? No. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Do you like going to school? Sometimes. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about going to school? A park. Going to the playground? Mm-hmm. Tell me this. Why do you sleep in my bed every night almost? Because I'm scared of the closet. Because you're what? Because I'm scared of the closet. You're scared of the closet? Yeah. What do you think's in there? I think, like, like, uh, I think. Is there a monster in there? Oh, no, but I think, but I feel like it. I don't want to sleep in there. (laughs) Well, you know that the dog sleeps in my bed. You sleep in my bed. Mommy sleeps in my bed. My bed's not very big. Yeah, but you're grown ups and you can you can finally have a big bed and you surpri- and a long time ago you surprised me with a big bed. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm a grown up, so I have a big bed, that means you can sleep in it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't think so. Yeah. What are the crazy things that you and your sisters do? Uh we talk uh, we talk about uh, funny things, and we do something funny, and we tackle a little bit. You tackle a little bit? Yeah. So. Like, like just fake. Do you guys do, like, dances and stuff? Mm, yeah, we do videos. You do videos? Yeah. Do you have any questions for me? Uh, yeah. What? I love you, and you're my superhero. What? That's not a question, but I'll take it. Thank you. I didn't tell her to say that, just so you guys know. All right, well, let's go to wrap it up. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Welcome. I love you so much. Have fun, boys and girls, and I love you. (laughs) Have fun, boys and girls. All right, beat it, nerd. <laughs> oh, there you have it. What? Nothing, beat it. There you have it. She uh, loves Barbies and wants some Kens, I guess. So we'll see what Santa does. But <clears throat> that's going to wrap it up. I know it wasn't much, but. Listen, I just, at the end of the day, guys, man, we just got to, we got to do better as leaders. You know, you know, I talk about all the award stuff and, and all that, but that's not all it is. It's, it's so much more than that. 
just getting people recognized for the hard work that they do it's that's part of it but caring enough to put them in those positions is also you know it's a big part of it and letting the light shine on somebody else now I say all that letting the light shine on other people I get that but they need to raise their game up it's not going to be given to them so don't don't press the brakes all gas no brakes baby hope you guys are with your families and uh, just take care of each other Make a New Year's resolution that you'll act like the holidays all year round. See how better things get for you. Peace. I never answer no man, I still go, go, go.